the ancient yogis recognized that the cosmos has emerged out of the Godhead. And that at some point it is again withdrawn back into the Godhead. The force of the outflowing of the energy from the source in God is called the pravriti energy. And the force that withdraws it back again is referred to as the nivriti. And you notice these terms both have the suffix, if you will, of vritti, which is thought, because they recognize that the entire cosmos is a thought in the mind of God. It never actually leaves the mind of God. It is simply a thought that develops itself into its fullness of all its symbolic implications. And then when it has fulfilled its complete potentiality, it returns to itself. And although the cosmos from within that thought seems to last a huge amount of time, it's an instantaneous thought because God is beyond time. But the pravriti energy that is the energy of expansion, the energy of life and growth and development and uh, you could say even conquest just as in history, the conquests of the empires that then lose their energy and begin to die and lose their power. And now we are at the end of that final empire that is in an exhausted state that is global. And the power of life has been exhausted and now it is the nivriti energy, the energy of death, of destruction, the energy of the winter season of time, the energy of the return. And it is a moment that for those who are still within the pravriti wave will feel very disappointing very hopeless, very much like they have lost their mojo, their capacity to remain uh, in sync with what needs to be controlled and guided. But now everything is in chaos. The power of concentration has been lost by most beings. And there's a complete distraction and dissipation of mental energies. 
And so the yogi said that when we come to the end of time, you will recognize it by that dispersion and chaos, by the loss of dharma, the loss of coherence, the loss of goodness, of purity, of all that sustains life, all that sustains culture, all that makes life worth living, so that then the death drive can take over in a way in which people actually want to be free of the pain and suffering of a meaningless life. A life which no longer works, a life which no longer has juice, a life which no longer has that power of magic, a life in which the miraculous aspects of reality have been deadened because the soul has lost its power by having come under the control of the robotic ego. And so it is robotic artificial intelligence that takes over at the end when human intelligence is exhausted. But it's at that moment that the yogis have planted the seeds that will awaken their own being in their final lifetime to take that nivriti energy and use that as their fuel and propulsion letting go of the pravriti desires and intentions and giving all of their energy to the surrender to the return to the Godhead. And then suddenly there is great power because this is where the arc of time is headed. And now you can ride the wave instead of trying to flow against the current of what the time is teaching and leading us to. And if you are aware of that and can surf the nivriti energies, then you will find that this is the most blissful and auspicious moment in all of history because we are approaching the Godhead again in full consciousness so that we can return to that ultimate reality and be that God-Self while still embodied and be able to bring the energies ever higher in the ascension back to the Godhead and lead the wave of those energies and guide them and shepherd all of the lost souls back to that supreme source from which we have come. And by recognizing it as a blessing, as the ultimate realization of goodness and of the source of life itself, then we recognize that this is the moment of renewal in which death and rebirth are together. But if we are not willing to die to the pravriti ego, then 
we cannot ride the nivriti soul's yearning to return to God, and we will be in conflict with ourselves. And in that internal conflict and resistance between the ego and the soul, there will be ever more agony and ever more karmic suffering because the screw has to turn to such a level that you want out, that you want freedom from the bondage that life has become, and you want freedom from the tyranny that the world has become, and you want nothing more than to return to that God consciousness, to the kingdom of heaven, and produce another kind of dream of beauty and goodness and joy that has been completely lost from the world. But to do that, there must be a one-pointed and absolute surrender to that source of all goodness and love and life and the perfection of that presence that without that, uh, life becomes impossible and becomes one nightmare after another. And so once we have attuned to the vibrational frequency of the Godhead that is attracting us with electromagnetic energy back to its own heavenly essence, then life again becomes beautiful and the kingdom of God is present here and now. And you are able to see it because you will see with the eye of Shiva, no longer with the egoic perspective, but with that understanding that we are shifting from time to eternity in order to regain the power of creation. Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste.